0: Hi, it's Joe Burns. Thanks for listening to the Rock School Radio Show podcast, now in its ninth year. If you'd like to hear the show with all the music intact, go to prx.org and search Rock School. There's all the shows. You just have to stream them. Can't download them just yet. Want to see the Rock School website? Go to kslu.org. Click on Programs. Click on Rock School. There we are, plus all of my academic lectures. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio podcast. Adams. Adam Lee. Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. time for school rock school with your hosts dr joe burns she said she had left the home willingly and that she didn't want her husband to know where she was divorce proceedings occurred and she is as far as we know still with neil sean of journey it's only rock and roll but i like it <laughs> class is it This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are?
1: I am Tammy Burns. All right.
0: Here's the thing about doing a weekly radio show. When you come up with topics, (laughs) the thing you're going to talk about probably happened like three or four weeks ago, especially when topics tend to pile up right on top of each other. Frank Sinatra Jr. died on March 16th, 2016. So we're a solid month behind the fact that he died. Right. The one thing that you were kind of shocked about that, uh, that you didn't know about Frank Sinatra Jr., other than the fact that he was, you know, brother of Nancy and son of Frank,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was that he was kidnapped. I know. Right. Huh? Actually kidnapped, not, you know, hey, we're going to pick your kid up if... And of all the people to go after, Frank Sinatra... He might have had some connections with the underworld, don't you think?
1: Go figure. Again, going to mess with Frank, Right.
0: Huh? Of all the people to go after, Woo. you're going to go after Frank Sinatra's kid? I know. He was indeed kidnapped. So you asked me, were there any other rock stars who were kidnapped? Mm-hmm. Were there any other famous people who were kidnapped? And I thought, yeah, there can't be. you think I would know these off the top of my head. There are enough kidnapping stories to actually put together a hour-long radio show. Joy. Honest to goodness. I so love it. Let's begin with Frank Sinatra Jr. And the story is in great detail because it played out in front of everybody back in 1963. So we have names and dates and times and all of that. So let's begin. Frank- wait, wait, wait. What?
1: Are we going to know who did it? Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: We know who did it. We know how long he or she served. We know Ooh. all of that.
1: All right. I'm here.
0: Frank Sinatra Jr. was kidnapped in Lake Tahoe, California on December 8th, 1963. Okay. He was allowed to talk to his father briefly. Now, the 19-year-old who was trying to follow in his father's footsteps pursuing this you know singing career that he uh-huh. was doing... He was abducted at gunpoint at his hotel in Harrah's Casino and taken to Canoga Park in California's San Fernando Valley. After a brief conversation between father and son, the kidnappers demanded a ransom of $240,000. What an odd amount of money.
1: Yeah, really.
0: Why not just ask for a quarter million dollars? Why Hmm. $240,000? I don't know. Now, Barry Keenan was the person's name who masterminded the whole scheme. He also had a plan to abduct the son of Bob Hope and abduct the son of Bing Crosby, but he went on Frank Sinatra Jr. because, listen to this.
1: Wait a sec. What? It's like the uh, adopt, adopt, adopt.
0: Abduct, abduct, you mean? Yes,
1: abduct the uh, the singer's uh kids or something it's like that's crazy
0: well he decided on frank sinatra jr because he believed that frankie's kid would be tough enough to handle the stress of the kidnapping Mm. Uh, this kidnapping all the guy wanted was the money give me the money and go away Mm -hmm. he didn't want to hurt this kid just give me the money and go away originally they had scheduled the kidnapping for november however kennedy's assassination delayed their plan He, the guy who did this, Barry Keenan, believed that there wouldn't be enough press coverage for the money to be pushed along. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's Frank Sinatra. It's his kid. Mm. Well, there's more to the story. As a matter of fact, a couple more paragraphs to the story. So let's play a Frank Sinatra Jr. tune. Let's. We'll come back. I'll tell you the rest of it. Here's What a Difference a Day Makes by Frank Sinatra Jr. on the Rock School Radio Show. (laughs) What a difference a day makes. Twenty-four. What a difference a day makes, and the difference is you, and the difference. Frank Sinatra Jr. on Rock School. We'll play another one by him in just a minute. Immediately following the abduction, what Keenan wanted or Keenan wanted happened. Lots of press coverage for this. Frank Senior, old Blue Eyes, receives offers of assistance from Attorney General Robert Kennedy and Sam Giancana. <laughs> As in one of the biggest mob bosses around. He's got
1: both sides on yeah, his Yeah, so you can
0: imagine wow. you've got, you know, not only the good guys and the mm-hmm. bad guys, they're both with you. If you've ever seen the movie M where the police enlist the gangsters to yeah. try and find the bad guy, that's what was could have happened. It says here Frank declined and instead accepted aid from the FBI. Why do I get the feeling there was some backroom deals? Oh,
1: you know there was. To
0: Giancana. Okay. If you find them, do what needs to be done. I mean, that's what I would have done. Cut off
1: a finger, Bobby.
0: A ransom note and ransom money was created. Frank paid the money. $240,000, $240,000 and was told that his son could be found on Mulholland Drive in Los Angeles. And when law enforcement officials showed up, there he was. So, what they did is they brought him home in the trunk of their car as to not call attention to it. You know what? I'd have just laid down in the back seat. You want me in the trunk? That's what happened I would
1: get anywhere you want me to at this point right. I'm safe
0: within a couple of days John Irwin one of Keenan's partner Keenan was the guy who put the whole thing together turned himself into the San Diego FBI field office because you know they were positive the mob was coming after them yeah uh, confessed to the crime by December 14th everyone had been located and arrested during the trial the defendants this this woman named Gladys Root was the defense attorney. She created this defense that Frank Jr. had orchestrated the entire abduction as an elaborate publicity stunt. It was all a lie, but that was the Johnny Cochran thing of the day. Yeah, that was the
1: glove, huh? Right,
0: I shall make this whole thing up. Everybody was found guilty and everybody was convicted. Uh, Keenan, the, the big guy, served four and a half years in federal prison and after his release became a successful real estate developer in Los Angeles, California. That's the story.
1: Go figure, huh? That's the
0: story behind it. How about that?
1: So where did the dimes come in?
0: Well, apparently he, Frank Snodger Jr., wasn't able to call his dad because he didn't have a dime in his pocket. So he always carried dimes with him you know. afterwards as good luck charms. And when he was buried, apparently a roll of dimes was put into the casket with him.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so that was his good luck charm, dimes along to it. Of course, today, you know, no pay phones, so the dimes were just simply good luck charms and remembrances of his father.
1: There you go. Got to call somebody when you get to heaven, huh?
0: Right. One more from Frank Sinatra Jr. This is called Feeling Good on Rock School. Bird flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky You know how I feel Coming out of Frank Sinatra Jr. one more time. Now, you said to me, "Are there any other kidnappings?" Well, here's the thing: There are indeed, some kidnappings. Okay. And they are horrible stories. Then there are attempted kidnappings, not only of the rock star, but of the rock star's children. And I'll tell you some of those. Okay. And then there are some that are funny. Let's go to one of the funny let's. ones. Okay. Because we'll get let's. into some darker stories a little later on. Ooh. Do you remember Tariq Salahi and his wife? I, is it Michelle? Or Michali, something like that? Yeah. These are the two people that just sort of waltzed into the White House 2009 state dinner and they were never invited. Then she was on The Real Housewives of D.C. Do you remember her? Do I
1: remember her? She's a
0: tall, loopy blonde. Remember her? I can't stand her. Why can't you stand her? You don't even know her.
1: I do know her. She took my man from Journey.
0: Ah, you know the story then. Yeah. Okay, here's what happened The next year, actually two years after that, September 14th, 2011, Tariq Salahi calls the police that his wife has been abducted.
1: Nobody would abduct
0: her. She has been kidnapped because she's just up and left. She's gone. Yeah. So he is positive that she has been abducted and a missing persons report is filed and the police and the FBI go bonker-listic attempting to find this woman. Right. Well, they found her. Yes, they did. She was on tour with Julie journey oh
1: expletive <laughs> expletive
0: and she was with frontman neil sean as a matter of fact when we went to see journey at the smoothie king center in new orleans i still hate that name but when we went to see him she was there we saw her
1: yeah we saw her we had the worst seats there because we were actually looking at the back of the stage right
0: we saw the band come on and stage did and all anybody
1: that. else have a wife there
0: no no but she was there she
1: was there leading the way standing (laughs) over there like somebody was gonna steal the man
0: she said or i'm
1: I'm still angry sorry folks
0: the police said we spoke to her she seemed fine she said she had left the home willingly and that she didn't want her husband to know where she was divorce proceedings occurred and she is as far as we know still with neil sean of journey it's only rock and roll, but I like it. <laughs> Tariq has to find himself another statuesque blonde. You know he will. You know what they did? No. They went their separate ways.
1: Oh. Thank you.
0: Here's oh. a Journey on Rock School. Coming into the first break, stop looking at pictures of Tariq and whatever her name is.
1: The M word. (laughs) The M
0: word. Uh, Here's one we're not going to play. Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. Posh Spice. Her children have been threatened numerous times with kidnapping, but she personally... Has been almost kidnapped a couple of times. Uh, a couple of times. Also, Scotland Yard has been brought in to break up SED's kidnapping. Here are a couple. Wow. Yep. Yeah. In March of 2000, while she was rehearsing for the Brit Awards, a red dot appeared on her chest
1: oh my god nobody
0: knows if it was a rifle or if it was just somebody with one of those laser pointers everybody panicked and later on the police would find a couple of fire exit doors that were open used by whomever did this you know the would-be assassin uh there was a less credible threat in 2002 that was foiled and in 2000 uh, scotland yard moved her to a safe house after a plot to kidnap her and her children surfaced. How about that?
1: Go figure, huh? We
0: just looked up her net worth not too long ago. It was Uh 330-something, and her husband is a little bit more than that. So the two of them together are on the upside of a billion dollars. Yeah. So, we are I mean, we're talking about somebody that you could probably ask for a touch more than $240,000 if you actually did get a hold of them.
1: You might not want to kidnap her, though.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I'm not real sure that the conversation would be real great. <laughs> I'm
0: going to need my water chilled right to 34.6 degrees. That's right, right Double, now. WFOK, Sacramento, California. Thank you for running the radio show.
1: And WXZY in Kane, Pennsylvania. You
0: bet. When we come back, we'll tell you about an actual honest-to-goodness kidnapping somebody did time for. Coming Oops. back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the first break, a lot of people, every time we do one of these shows and we have a list, yeah. there's normally one part of the list or one uh, item where I know people are yelling at the radio. You know, what about this? Uh, this is the one they probably know. Rick James, you ever heard that, that statement, cocaine is a heck of a drug that he made? You don't uh, know this story? I've
1: heard the one, give it to me, baby.
0: Uh, you don't know the story of his kidnapping, though?
1: No, I don't think okay. I do. Tell In me, tell me. In
0: 1993, he and his future wife, Tanya Hijazi, uh, were accused of holding a 24-year-old girl named Frances Alley, it might be Ally, hostage for six days, where they did some really nasty stuff to her, uh, including, after smoking crack, touching the hot end of the crack pipe to her.
1: Oh my God! Right.
0: They released her, and then in 1993, while he's out on bail for that incident... He then assaults and then captures music executive Mary Sager at the St. James Club Hotel in West Hollywood and holds on to her beating on her over a 20-hour period.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and
0: he he claims cocaine is the reason for both of those, both up the nose and smoking crack cocaine. Found guilty on both offenses, cleared of the torture charge... With the crack pipe, that could have put him away for the entire remainder of his life. He serves two years in Folsom Prison and loses a $2 million civil suit to one of the women. He was released in 1996, and in 1998, James was accused of then sexually assaulting another 26-year-old woman, although those charges were dropped. So, two kidnapping charges against Rick James.
1: Goodness. How
0: about that? You mentioned the song, Give It To Me, Baby, which you kind of feel weird playing after yeah, I don't that. Even, I'm
1: not feeling good at all yeah, about any of that stuff. It's either stuff that anymore. or
0: Super Freak. Oh. You know, it's, it's six or one, half a eh, dozen of the other. Pick one. Here's Rick James on Rock School. All right, coming out of Rick James here on Rock School, bottom of the hour, uh, I have a question for you, Tammy.
1: Ask away. Do,
0: do you know who Julio Iglesias Puga is? It might be Puga. It's P-U-G-A. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, he was, a, he was a Spanish gynecologist. Does that ring any bells? <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, he, was, he was the father of uh, singer Julio Iglesias and uh, the grandfather to Enrique Iglesias and Julio Iglesias Jr. Well, that Jr. explains
1: all of those genes, doesn't there you it? Go.
0: Uh, sure. He was kidnapped December 1981 by Basque terrorist organization ETA. They held him for two weeks until Spanish Special Forces busted in and freed the man. His, wow. Uh, his abductors, three men and a woman, were overwhelmed pretty quickly by these people. Uh, it says here that he was quite a womanizer, if you will, picking up women, and now no, he doesn't do it himself. He sends his bodyguards out to get nice. the ladies. You know that's go not get, a
1: go get the ladies. Yeah, That's not
0: a bad pickup line. Even if you hadn't been, you know, this is,
1: I'm so and so's bodyguard. I'm that's here right. to get the ladies. He's
0: the he's the handsome gentleman over in the corner. So bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. You are.
1: I am Tammy Burns. Let's
0: do seven days, seventy seconds. These are the rock and roll dates, April eighteenth all the way through April twenty fourth. What happened on Money, Tammy?
1: April 18, 1985 Liberacci breaks his own record at Radio City Music Hall, pulling in $2 million for his latest engagement
0: April 19, 1968 George Harrison and John Lennon bail out of their meditation sessions with Maharishi Mahish Yogi, two weeks early Later, all four Beatles would publicly distance themselves from Maharishi
1: April 20th, 1994 Barbara Streisand begins her first tour since 1966, performing in London.
0: April 21, 1970 Elton John makes his stage debut as a solo act, opening up for T-Rex, Spooky Tooth, and Jackie Lomax at the Roundhouse in London.
1: April 22, 1979, Keith Richards serves his punishment for a Toronto arrest on heroin charges when the Rolling Stones play the first of two concerts in Ontario to raise money for the Canadian National Institute for the Blind, which is his court-ordered community service. I
0: I do concerts for community. Service.
1: Yeah, go figure.
0: April 23, 1970, Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky goes gold. And then April 24, 1970, U.S. President George Bush is denied a luxury suite at the Imperial Hotel in Vienna because Mick Jagger is in town and he got the room first.
1: He got there first. I'm
0: sorry, Mr. President. Real royalty is here. You yes, can't indeed. Ingwe Mounstein. Mm hmm. Maybe the fastest guitarist alive today. We can argue over that at a later date. Is charged with kidnapping by his future mother-in-law.
1: Oh, that's messed up.
0: She calls. She the future and mother-in-law. Uh, call mother-in-law calls the cops because he Mountsteen is holding her daughter Amber Dawn Landon at gunpoint in his home. So the SWAT team goes out and they find Mountsteen without a gun in his bathrobe.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
0: The mother-in-law made the whole thing up.
1: No. Yeah.
0: But she wasn't without cause. What? Apparently, Mounstein was quite abusive to this young lady.
1: Oh. She
0: did go ahead and marry him on December 26, 1993 and was a bit of a cocaine and a drug fan and in his stupors would beat her. He finally... Uh, ends the marriage or she ends the marriage in 1998 but for time during that pretty nasty
1: oh that's terrible
0: yeah she gets a few hundred thousand dollars in the settlement but for that kidnapping charge didn't happen they came in all you know loaded for bear and he's standing there in a bathrobe Mm. yeah so there Let's play a a (laughs) Malmsteen. If you have a name like that, it trips up disc jockeys. Let's play an Ingve Malmsteen song. Say that three times fast. Mm -hmm. Black Star here (laughs) on Rock School. Coming into the second break, out of Ingve Malmstein, Madonna. Madonna herself Mm -hmm. wasn't in any concern of being kidnapped, but her children were.
1: Oh yeah, don't make Mama mad, huh? When
0: she was touring in Israel in 2004, a Palestinian group sent the singer threatening letters with detailed information about where she was, where she was going, and information about her children. They seemed to know a little bit too much that you couldn't just glean from newspapers. Yeah. Madonna was extremely disturbed by the event and canceled her remaining Israeli concerts. Well, I don't blame her. Yep, I wouldn't. I wouldn't perform either. I would be gone as well. W O U B, Athens, Ohio. Thank you so much for running the radio show.
1: And W Y A P in Clay, West Virginia. Get
0: us on the uh, Facebook.
1: Wait, like us like us you really do
0: uh, am i saying it too much Is no it, has it become a catchphrase it's going to be on a t-shirt man i going to crochet it on a pillow like us you really like us very sally field there there you go uh i guess we'll be back in a minute on rock school you screwed up my tempo Coming out of the break, Jimmy Page. He was not kidnapped. He should have probably been charged with kidnapping. If you ever get a chance, Tammy, you should read the book Hammer of the Gods.
1: Hammer of the Gods.
0: It's really a wonderful rock and roll book. Nice, big, thick thing. And at the end of it, you kind of shake your head and you go, how are the Led Zeppelin members still alive? Really? Oh, it's really a wonderful book. Here's the story from Hammer of the Gods. In 1972, Jimmy Page was hanging around a nightclub when he laid eyes on 14-year-old Lori Maddox. The name Lori Maddox may very well jump out at some people because mm-hmm. she was a well-known groupie along the Sunset Strip okay. with Sadie Star or Sable Star. Mm-hmm. And she was also somebody that was known to hang around with David Bowie as well. But she was wildly underage, and 14. this was, yeah, 72, so a different uh. time. Paige had a relationship with Lori Maddox, who relates the story in Hammer of the Gods, Richard Cole kidnaps her on Paige's orders and brought her to the Riot House, which was a hotel along the Sunset Strip. We have pictures of it from when you and I walked the Sunset Strip. She claims she fell in love with Paige almost immediately. She also tells how she had to be locked up, albeit willingly, but she was 14, most of the time locked up, so that this illegal relationship and statutory rape would not get out. Paige was 29 at the time.
1: Oh, my. Yeah, and nothing
0: happened of it. But again, you know, she was a groupie at the time and was known to make these ways around, which doesn't excuse any of it.
1: It's a good thing you weren't her daddy, huh?
0: Yeah, bad things would have happened. What do they say? Guns don't kill people, fathers of pretty daughters do. That's right. Yeah. He's Led Zeppelin on Rock School. <laughs> Last break here on Rock School, and I have just a couple to tell you about, and then one we're going to play. You know, David Letterman's son, Harry Joseph Letterman. Yeah. In 2005, it was discovered a plot to kidnap him and ransom it out for $5 million. Kelly Frank, a house painter who had worked for Letterman, was charged in the conspiracy. How about that?
1: Can't trust anyone.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch. uh, He was filming in Africa when he and uh, a friend who was on the... You know, on the set with him. We're driving back and they got a flat tire. Out of nowhere comes six robbers toting guns saying, where's your money? Where's your money? Where's your drugs? Where's your drugs? They took them and threw them in the back of their car and drove them to goodness knows where and apparently when the robbers figured out that, look, these are just two guys. He wasn't a star at the time. These are just two guys. They don't have any money. They don't have any drugs. They just sort of kicked them out of the car and then drove away. It wasn't worth robbing them. So they took off after that. wow how scary would that be oh and the one we're going to end on Jennifer Hudson she of movie fame she of it was one of the singing contests oh, she yeah. won uh-huh. on
1: uh, American Idol kind was of it American thing? Idol it was one of those
0: yeah Jennifer Hudson's mother Darnell Donerson 57 brother Jason Hudson 29 and nephew Julian King 7 were all killed during a home invasion and kidnapping William Balfour, who was Hudson's former brother-in-law, he was married to her sister Julia, was found guilty of all three of the killings. Right. He went ahead and killed Darnell Donerson and Jason Hudson, the mother and brother, immediately. But then the kidnapping charge comes in because he took the seven-year-old young man and he... The seven-year-old young man was found three days later, slayed in an SUV.
1: I remember. I remember that. Oh, right.
0: It was heartbreaking. He, the killer, uh, whose name once again is William Balfour, said that it was because of a fit of jealous rage. The sister, which was Jennifer Hudson's sister, had. Started to date again, had started to have interests again, Uh and some flowers were either delivered or brought home. And when Balfour saw the flowers, he just went off.
1: If I can't have you, nobody can, nobody right? Nobody
0: can. So we'll finish up with Jennifer Hudson. And there's the stories of kidnappings put together uh, on the idea of what happened with Frank Sinatra Jr. Wow. And that'll do it. I told you one of them gets dark, and I saved it for the end.
1: Interesting stories.
0: It certainly is. I'm Joe Burns.
1: Oh, I'm Tammy Burns.
0: And that does it. Class is dismissed.